Is it episode? <laughs> dang it! Is it episode two forty one or two forty two? Yes, it's two forty one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. I mean, better at you ask than not. Yeah, I just thought it was like, man, I was so ready. Okay. Your lack of faith is disturbing. What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 241 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. What up? And Shelly Nolan. Hey. This week, we're geeking about who we voted for. That's a joke. Hopefully, this can be a little bit of an escape uh, from a crazy week. We're geeking out about Christian music and video games, HBO Max being in hot water, and a Netflix TV show. Some exciting stuff. We also, before we get into the podcast, we have a shop, and it's open, and you can get super, super soft t-shirts, um, and face masks, and window decals, and the shirts, I, I can't stress this enough, they're so soft. Yeah, they're pretty great. Go buy stuff. Yeah, so comfy. Supports us. Uh, we would appreciate it so much if you were to were to get it. Get someone a Christmas present. It's November. Yeah, I was going to say, Christmas is around the corner. Oh my yeah, gosh. there you go. That's I what want I'm doing. Thanksgiving, not food. <laughs> but if you buy Thanksgiving, I mean, I will probably get it to you by Christmas. Uh, but let's not buy everything at Thanksgiving. You can buy it now and save me a lot of headache if everyone doesn't buy all at the same time. That That's what I'm gonna do. I'm probably gonna get my family some G merch. <laughs> like here. <laughs> I just imagine everybody waiting for the same day and then like now <laughs> <laughs> cool alright we can get into the uh, to what we've been playing I have not played anything but my playstation is on right now and I'm watching not watching right now because we're recording but I've been watching my counter go down for Assassin's Creed Valhalla so I'll talk about it next week Yeah. I don't pre-order things very often it's exciting to me I just pre-ordered Age Calamity. Cool. So nice. You get that lucky ladle. I think that's what they call it. Does Switch have a countdown for games that are releasing? Nope. No? Uh, they it just feels ma- really good. They just magically pop up, and sometimes you don't know whether it's midnight or noon that day. <laughs> this is coming out at 11 p.m. tonight, uh, yeah. which I'm I'm pretty stoked about. Yeah. Uh, so I like the, the countdown. It makes me... If it was even a bigger game, I imagine just like... You know, just waiting for it. You know, watching that timer. I don't know. It's cool. Anyways, LJ, what have you been playing? Uh, so to continue the saga, because it's called Cobra Kai: The Karate Kid Saga <laughs> continues. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, how is it? So you talked about watching the show last week. Yeah, uh, I'll talk a little bit more about that. This week too. And then so. I actually got a review copy of it because I sent a link back to another review uh, from uh, to the PR agent that we're working with, and then he's like, "Hey, uh, do you have a? Did you get a code for Cobra Kai yet?" And I'm like, "No, I actually requested one." Um, and he's like, "Oh, cool. All right, which platform? Whatever." So I told him platform, and so I was like, "Okay, I guess I'm doing this." And it is a beat 'em up, and when I initially requested the code i was like this is gonna be some garbage um and i was like i was just so hyped up when i was watching the show i was so into it and i'm like i don't care how bad this is it's cover kai i'm gonna play it um (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's actually good it's actually not bad um okay i right now i'd probably give it a like so it's one of those things where it's like it looks like it looks very mediocre like a five but for me it's deep enough like the you can do like combos you have special moves you go through like a lot of locations in in the show and just kind of through all these streets in southern california and uh the plot has to do with season two it's kind of this self-written plot that relates to both of the dojos and it's it's cool you can play as so apparently you have to pick one dojo to start so i picked cobra kai dojo to start because i'm like this is a cobra kai game and all right going to the dark side yeah i'm like you know about striking first right so uh (laughs) (laughs) uh, 
So you could be Johnny, obviously. You could be um, Miguel, Johnny, Hawk, and Tori. And you can switch between them on the fly. They all have special moves. There is a dojo list of moves in which basically everybody can do those moves. And it's really fun. It's uh, okay. cheesy as heck, but it's like it's one of those things where I just ended up turning on my own music and just like mashing through the game and just totally like zoning out on the beat 'em up stuff. Um, I'd probably still recommend Streets of Rage Four from earlier this year over this, but um, it's still good fun. I think uh, there is language, which the same thing can be said for the Cobra Kai show. There is, oh, yeah. So it's like, it, it again, it totally walks this line. Kind of like the show does, where... I think it's interesting, Netflix says it's more like a PG-13. I can't remember the TV, what TV rating is, for sure. But yeah. it's kind of like, there's some strong language in that for a PG-13 show. Yeah. And it comes or from Johnny's side of the story. Um, mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's good, though, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, I can't say it's worth $40, though, which is the price for it. Okay. And you can get it on everything, every console that's out there. I've been playing it on Xbox, but yeah, it's good fun. I'll be uh, publishing, I'll be working on that review at some point soon. I'm almost done with the Cobra Kai campaign. And so apparently once I've finished the Cobra Kai story, I can go to the other side and play as Miyagi-Do. And once you finish both campaigns apparently it unlocks a true ending Ooh, wow that's so, a lot of content yeah because i was hoping i could maybe cool. switch midway through and be like okay i'm gonna do some cobra kai levels and do some miyagi do levels yeah but it looks like i'm gonna have to play through the entire cobra kai map and then go to miyagi do and then there's like up, there's like upgrade trees and stuff and like challenges to unlock more like points to buy upgrades like it's it's a lot more deep than I initially expected it would be. So, yeah, seriously, I, that's cool. I was impressed, and uh, yeah, so weird, <laughs> mm-hmm. but cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I've been playing. Well, what have you been playing, Shelly? Uh, I don't think I've been playing anything new. New. Um, still play a little bit more part-time UFO. Um, I've still been playing Hades. I finally finished my first run, so. I guess I technically beat the main game, but it's hard to say because it's like, it's a roguelike and there's so much stuff to do yeah. after your first run. It's almost as if the game like begins after your first run in some ways. Basically, they add um, a difficulty um, system called the Pact of Punishment and you Ooh. basically give yourself um, challenges and uh, you can like stack them and you just get more stuff more really valuable items that you can only get from runs so oh cool it's still really fun i i think before i was like really grinding it out because i really wanted to beat it and then i beat it it was crazy because um i beat so hades is the final boss i don't think that's spoilery because you're yeah, trying to get out of, <laughs> of, of hell and yeah. yes it's well it's you're his, his name you're his you're son, son. You're, yeah Exactly, he's kind of, he's the final gatekeeper. So, um, and the first time I encountered him, I beat him, which was like crazy to me because I was like, that was the first I had gotten was was actually getting to him, and I'm like, okay, cool, let's just see how this goes, and I just ended up beating him, and I was nice. like, oh, sweet. So, um, it's really cool how the story continues, um, and and I. Uh, didn't even realize there was like more cutscenes and stuff to go through because I think those are dependent on um, how many runs you go through and just because it didn't it didn't take me too long to actually beat um, there's like still extra stuff to do and um, it's like I'm only now realizing it's like oh man you actually do need to get a lot of resources to do a lot of stuff in this game and and get really cool things but mm-hmm. I like it because I, it's so like easy to just pick up and play for like just a run you could do a run it takes like 10 15 minutes um depending on how fast you're going one of the difficulty things you can put on yourself one of the challenges you can put on yourself is that you have to finish the run in nine minutes which i'm wow. like i don't know if i could do it all in nine minutes that's kind of fast <laughs> but um i i like that because i feel like i i'm so used to playing games 
that require just a big, a large amount of time. Like Persona 5. Like, I love Persona 5 Royal so much. It's still my favorite. I think it's my game of the year still. But that's a time sink. And I really, if I sit down and play, I really have to sit down and play it. Whereas mm-hmm. Hades is like, if I'm bored, I could just go on a run. I'll do a run. And if I die, if I, that's fine. And if I go all the way, cool. It's not, if it's way low pressure and something I feel like I can that's continually cool. kind of keep playing as I start new games. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's good. I don't think I've been playing anything new. I did mention that I pre-ordered Age of Calamity. I'm pretty hyped for that game to come out um, yeah. later this month. So, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, well, we'll get into the gaming news then, LJ. You can take it away. Yeah, this is a hot week for gaming. Um, so the first piece of news I feel like everybody should know because the more I've talked to people, there's a lot of people that don't know this, especially the casual gaming audience. But mm-hmm. uh, the big news is that Sony is not going to be letting you buy the consoles in a store. You can't just camp out in front of a store because you on a launch day face it you're not gonna be able to walk in a store and buy it anyway but because of covid uh all, all that stuff they want to only let you buy it online or in store pickup mm-hmm. and so it's gonna be a lot harder to get one because you're gonna have to fight with bots um i so walmart and target both said something about in store pickup GameStop hasn't said anything at all yet, but you gotta assume they're they're gonna do something like that. Um, which that's what I'm kind of hoping for because I have two hundred dollars of store credit from my PS4 that I traded in uh, this weekend with a bunch of controllers and stuff. Uh, so I will be in the trenches fighting robots like it's a Terminator movie uh, through the websites. <laughs> my curiosity is. I don't plan on buying one until the end of the month. Yeah. And so do you think that... I, I wonder if they'll have them by then or if it's going to be like a never so best idea. Best Buy says they, they're they supposed to gonna be have them in stock for Black Friday. They didn't say where. Okay. Like, they didn't say, like, in-store or not. But this is... That's weird, too, because they're not yeah. going to be on sale for Black Friday. Well, they're not. But, yeah, so this is... Best Buy said that ahead of launch. And, uh... It's just, it's strange. It's going to be a lot harder. Um, my hope is that since I live in a small town, outside of kind of the big city, maybe I'll have a better shot at GameStop if I do like a in-store pickup at my local GameStop, mm-hmm. which is like mm-hmm. five minutes away from my house, like next to Walmart. Um, so like I have options I'm going to try, but it's going to be very hard. So if anybody's got any kids or relatives that are wanting a PS5 for Christmas, don't get their hopes up. Like, literally, like, um, yeah. games, my GameStop manager at, at one of my local ones, uh, she said she in in all the 11 years she's been doing this, it's going to be worse than the Wii launch. And the Wii was wow. terrible. Uh, terrible launch. So, yeah. May the odds ever it's be crazy. in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I know I'm gonna get one eventually, but I'm not really putting a date on it. I know it's, I, I don't anticipate it's gonna be until 2021, honestly. Like mm-hmm. I'll get it as soon as I can. I just, I, it's hard right now. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm gonna try because I know that that coverage would be great to have on our website and our channel and our Twitch channel and and for the podcast. Oh, yes, like, absolutely. I think, to me, that's worth taking the gamble because I just traded in my PS4, but I also still have my PC, my Xbox, and my Switch. So it's not like I don't have anything to game on. Like, I'm good. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So you won't be able to do the remote play thing, though. It's fine. I only play in my room anyway. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> for those, yeah. that was news that's probably not, I don't know. It wasn't huge news, it's a but nice I'm excited feature. about that uh, you can remote play your PS4. Uh, you can remote play your PS5 to your PS4, uh, and you can put your PS4 in like a different room, yep. and then you can kind of play it, you know, not anywhere, but it'd be cool to pick up a console and just pick up a game and go play it somewhere else. Yeah, because they dropped a surprise app in the PS4 today, I heard, or yesterday or something. I don't remember when it was, but the remote play app is already in the PS4. Yeah. Yep. Be cool yeah so 
it's going to be rough. <laughs> it's going to be a rough <laughs> week for for people who aren't lucky enough to pre-order. Yeah. Right. So, which is yeah, most can't. people, I would say. Right. Yeah, and it blows my mind because I'm in two other like gaming groups that are specifically like they're the IGN ones for the IGN podcast, and all these people are like. Hey, my my console's getting delivered, or I pre-ordered it, and I'm like, how did all you people get this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, I just, I, I wasn't in a place where I could at the time. Um, so, or else I would have tried. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Uh, so, in more relation to, to PS5 news, uh, also news that is very specific to us, and our culture is that Lecrae has a song featured in the Miles Morales launch trailer for Spider-Man. It's so cool. Yes. That's exciting. Um, Not everyone's going to know who Lecrae is. I mean, yeah. So he's a Christian hip hop artist for those of you who aren't Christians that listen to this show. (laughs) Um, Or just don't listen to rap. Yeah. Or just don't listen to rap. And so, Lecrae has gotten very popular over the years. Um, just he's been kind of the poster boy for for all of this for Christian hip hop and stuff. Uh, so, which is also exciting because artists like him and NF uh, have been being featured in video games, and especially NF because uh, NF's been in a lot of EA Sports games. Like um, when I played UFC Four earlier this year, I saw there was an NF song in there, and you can actually have it as your fighter's intro song for when you walk into the ring. That's that's cool yeah uh, yeah it's it's so cool i think uh the first thing i heard about it was i think rapzilla did an article that reported on it because in game informer uh they did an interview with somebody that was talking about the music in the game and his and his name was one of the the names that the the person dropped and i, I think that is so cool mm-hmm. yeah it is. Yes. yeah i had to throw that in there it wasn't in my news section initially it is but I was like <laughs> is absolutely our niche our niche sort of thing right yeah it is what yeah we like to, it's we like to see it we love to yeah. see it, mm-hmm. it, it it's I almost it's super, super cool it's almost like when i posted the uh the whole thing about the jedi fallen order lightsaber and i'm like i care about this <laughs> so i'm gonna yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, definitely yeah something that everyone's gonna find yeah well, so. even if you don't listen to rap you know like it's exciting you're a, a christian artist in a video game is huge i mean i guess that'd be like skillet i mean i think skillet's been like some in some madden games like back in the day or something oh, really? like yeah so like that doesn't surprise me that much i know like christian rock bands i mean they're not necessarily explicitly christian but i know they've been in, featured in past games for sure the oldest one that i know of is uh real obscure but his name is andy hunter uh-huh. And he is an EDM artist, hmm. and his song "Go" was in, I believe, Need for Speed Most Wanted. Oh, cool! Like wow. way, way back. Yeah. I think R. Swift had a song on one of the old UFC games too, which was cool. Well, that's another nice. Christian rapper. Um, I think specifically Skillet. I think was in a wrestling game. It was like SmackDown versus Raw or something. Now that I think about it, I could see feel like a monster being in. I think it was that one. Yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. That's where I first heard I that it. song. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's just so cool. I think it's awesome. Yeah, okay. and the so this third piece of news is really cool. I think it's news that we all wanted to hear on Saturday, and it is uh, <laughs> Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which is the. Uh, the remaster that everybody's been talking about, the rumored remaster. It's finally here. Mm-hmm. Or not mm-hmm. here, but announced to yeah. eventually be here. <laughs> On N7 day of all days, November yeah. 7th. It took me way too long to realize that. And granted, <laughs> I've never played Mass Effect, but this, yeah. I feel like I yeah, could play I this. I feel like this this could be a good introduction to... Everybody series if it's just like all the games in one, um, like remastered, dude. I, yeah, I so many people have recommended to me, right? Because they're like, "Oh, you love Dragon Age? Well, you would love Mass Effect." But I remember like watching my roommate play it, and she got really frustrated with like some parts of the first game that were like just technically glitchy and yeah, stuff. Yeah, She's just playing on her three sixty. So I feel like, like, because I feel like I would care about the story and characters, 
but I was always worried about the gameplay, but I, I feel like if they tweaked it, if you, or not, maybe not even tweaked the actual gameplay, but just made it less glitchy, right? If, if there's a remaster, I don't know. Mm. Might be fine. Might be a little bit more appealing to look at, which would help. <laughs> yeah, so, so. Um, it sounds like there is going to be some improvements as far as, like, modern, like, I hope, I think, I hope they're fixing some of like the way the first one plays, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. Uh, it's going to be pretty. It's coming out in, I think I said like spring or March of 2021. Mm-hmm. And uh, not coming to Switch, despite what rumors were saying. Uh, they haven't announced the Switch version. That's whatever. They always, if, if anything's yeah. getting a Switch version, it's always announced later. Always. Yeah, that's true. And so basically it's coming to PS5 or no, no, no PS4, Xbox one and PC first. And then eventually they'll have a next gen upgrade for it. I think later in the year, probably. Uh, cool. So that's exciting. I think, I don't know. I feel like Cody, have you played Mass Effect? No, I feel like you would probably always... like those. I bet I would. Especially what I've seen of them, they seem cool. Especially like two and three, because two and three feel more modern as far as like the shooting mechanics and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're, okay. they're really cool. cool. Um, but yeah, I recommend people who have always been interested in those to check them out. But I've never beat any of them myself, but I think I've played all three of them somehow. <laughs> I don't finish games. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, that is the gaming news. Cool. We will get into movies then. And I think I'm the only one that saw a movie. Yeah, I failed this week. This week I didn't watch a new movie. It's it's fine. (laughs) Understandable. Yeah. I got to watch... uh, So we've been watching Cobra Kai, right? On TV. Yes. Yes. And my wife has never seen Karate Kid, so she didn't understand a lot of the references. Uh, And I kind of wish we would have watched the movies first and then gone into the show, but I don't think it's been terrible for her to to go back and see the movies you might be able to um, appreciate the movies even more i think yeah i think it's really i think it's almost easier to point out the little um nods watching the movie after mm-hmm. so you watched all of the show and she goes that was referenced that was referenced that was referenced uh that whole movie is referenced in the show it's so cool yep. uh, but we watched karate kid for the first time and it was really nice we did some like popcorn and made it kind of like a movie night at home cool um which isn't something we usually do, so it was like the you know sodas and popcorn yeah. and try to make it feel like we were at the movies. Um, and yeah, that movie holds up. I mean, I really thought I remember it being very much a kids show. It's kind of I mean, it, awkward. It is, but it's definitely like an '80s PG and not a modern PG. Yeah. Uh, in the sense of like, it's just uh, it was more mature than I thought it would be. Um, also, Larusso is definitely a bad guy. And I never thought that as a kid, but <laughs> he's not great. I love that the show turns that on its head because yeah. he's not great. Uh, so we'll probably watch the next, the other three as well. I didn't even know there was a fourth one, which is, Lurus is not in it. It's uh, Hillary Swank. I can't remember her name. Yeah. The actress yeah, is Hillary Swank. Yeah. So I think that'll be really cool. Cause what about the one it's not new, with Jaden Smith? That's like a reboot. Okay. I know it's a reboot, That doesn't exist in this universe. Okay. It's not, it's not <laughs> canon. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Uh, the 1994 one is canon, though, uh, apparently. So that's cool. Because yeah, that was is. the least well-received um, of them all. But I think that respects Pat. Uh, I can't remember his last name. Pat Morita. Mr. Miyagi. Morita, yeah. Yep. To say, like, oh, he was Miyagi in that, therefore it's in Cobra Kai. Yeah, well, because um, literally, can't it's it is canon. Like as far as like the reason Mr. Miyagi's there, I think he's on the East Coast now, and it has to do with like an old war buddy or something that uh, that he, that he goes over there. Yeah, he goes like Boston or something. Yes, and I think he finds out that uh, she had been learning some of the things that her father taught her or whatever that uh, yeah were taught by Mr. Miyagi. And that's actually referenced in the very first movie. I can't remember the name of the city. I'm, I think it's Boston, but he's like, where did all these cars come from? And Miyagi's like, Boston. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> or whatever yeah. the city is. I haven't seen that fourth <laughs> one in so long. Maybe I should watch it so, just to watch it. It's not great. They're but... cool. That's what I've heard. But I'm going to watch all of them, I think, because 
I want to get all the little little details. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been told that in season three, from what I've been reading, uh, he's gonna go back to um, Okinawa. Yeah, Larusso is, and so I'm I'm want to see that movie and kind of refresh on you know what he did there in the first place. Yeah, yeah. it'd be cool. I'm I'm enjoying this little universe. I'll talk a little bit about the show later on, um, but we can get into the movie news. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, first bit, we mentioned at the top of the show, HBO Max is under some hot water, specifically for The Witches. Um, so The Witches just came out recently, and if you don't know, uh, we talked about it a little bit on the show already, I think, um, but it's basically like a re, um, reboot, I don't know, it's, it's, they remade The Witches, um, they made a movie a while ago about it, and it's based off a Raw Doll book, um, mm-hmm. which, I love the book. I remember reading it, and that first movie is still terrifying. I still remember that movie. It's still scary. But they're like, oh, we gotta make a new one. This one, it has Anne Hathaway and everything. But, uh, they kind of got in trouble because, uh, they showed, they represented, they interpreted, I guess, they interpreted, um, some of the stories a little bit differently. Or maybe not even the story, but, like, the descriptions of the witches. So, like, and the witches, the book, um, they're described as having like cat nails instead of fingernails. Huh. Um, and so they're mm-hmm. like, oh, let's interpret that differently. And end up giving the witches like three fingers on each hand, which definitely the cats don't have three fingers. <laughs> that's uh, weird. See, yeah, I don't know, but that's that's they're just like, oh, we want to interpret it differently. We want to be you know different than the first movie, I guess. Um, but the problem is that uh, in, in doing that, they have um, sort of tied um, those hands and and that sort of disability with being witches and being evil. They've they've made that connection, and so um, the disability community is not okay with that. Pretty fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's. It, I mean, it, kids will literally see someone in the street like that, and then oh, it's a witch. Like, oh, they're yeah. Exactly, and it's like a you know, there's real conditions that look similar to that. Yeah. Um, it's it's a real thing, and um, so they basically put out a statement and and apologizing and sharing their deep regrets over um basically that decision. They didn't really think that it was gonna offend anyone. Um, but there's an entire community out there that uh don't really get listened to and get forgotten about anyway, and so um. Yeah, basically. They put out that statement. I don't think they're going to, like, go back and, like, change the movie or anything. Like, it's already out, right? That'd be really mm-hmm. hard to do. Um, right. But basically, just if um, you are part of the disability community or or if that's something that you're a little bit uh, more aware about, just just be aware of that if you're interested in watching The Witches. It's, it's definitely not something that they meant any harm about, but... You can't just hide the the connections, right? So mm-hmm. um, it was a design choice they regret in hindsight. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, which yeah, I I think it's best. It's better for them to release a statement afterwards saying that they regret it than to not say anything, right? At least they're yeah. releasing it, and I think that's yeah. that's still better than nothing. Way better than nothing. So definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that. Uh, we got another movie joining the list of indefinitely delayed. Um, you know, we talked about the second Tomb Raider movie last time, but now it's Free Guy, which is another kind of video game movie. It's not like a yeah. movie based off a video game, but it's inspired by video games. And that's the one with Ryan Reynolds, if you don't remember. Basically, he's the face of that movie. Um, I don't know if there's anything interesting in that movie besides him. <laughs> if I remember yeah. correctly, it's about an NPC essentially becoming aware that he's yeah he's like in grand theft auto but it's not grand theft auto or my my recent thought was like watchdogs legion how every character is an npc in that game yeah exactly (laughs) basically um that's indefinitely delayed it's it's joined the ever growing list he was just a player oh now that's like into that would like that would be so sad what a twist yeah i don't know i don't know but uh, if you if you're looking forward to that movie, sorry, it won't be out I mean, for a while. We don't know. I was supposed to do a Bible study on that. Ah. Uh, Whatever Ryan Reynolds has his hands in, I'm I'm curious yeah. at the very least. Yeah, he really seems to be promoting it, or at least he did again before 
this change, which is unfortunate, but not surprising. Not surprising at all, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then finally, the writer for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wants to make another movie that's like a sequel to the original 90s trilogy, which would be nutty. Um, and I feel so like good. A, I feel like that's a trend. Again, it's following that same Hollywood trend of like, so... we're just going to retcon. We're going to forget all these other movies we made in between. <laughs> all these other universes we made in between. We're going to go back to the original one and just forget everything else. Love it. So I original. just realized they already kind of did that. Yeah. When? TMNT. You mean the show? No, the, the, the 2007 movie, the CG one. Oh, is that oh, the yeah. really bad one? No, it's a really good one. No, like, it was okay. good. It was what like was an animated, really all CGI. Oh, the, the live Michael action Bay one? stuff. Oh, that's right. The Michael Bay stuff. That's what or, I think of when I say live action. The second I shouldn't say live action, yeah, because all the turtles were weird roided out. Uh, the, yeah. Like, they looked like uh, the Goombas in Super Mo- in the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. You oh, know what's aggravating, gosh. though? If they would have had beaks, there is yeah. a, there's fan, um, what is it? Art, fan art of them like with without the noses and the weird human mouths and they look so good like it would have been great if they didn't have the weird not that the movies were great like mm-hmm. they, their design would have been great um the movies are a whole nother thing because the movies the face wasn't going to fix that so what i was getting at was in the in the seat in this in the complete cgi one they had uh, so in the background, and during when they were having a conversation with Splinter, you see Sh- Shredder's helmet, but you also see like all the stuff. You see Shredder's helmet, the ooze, and then you see that device that they traveled back in time with in the third one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I so I was that. like, hey, this is like a pseudo like sequel thing. Um, the one I, where Ralph is angry. Yes, when they basically yeah. fight. Yeah, when he becomes a vigilante and stuff. Yeah. I like that movie. <gasps> Did you guys? What's the new comic book series out? The Last Ronin. Uh, yeah, it's Mikey. I think that's what everybody wanted. That just made me so that's like that gave me chills when you spoilers. said that. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, I don't. Sorry. No, I that's so cool. That. So there's this comic huh. called The Last Ronin, and the yeah. idea was that all most all like three of the brothers were gonna be like dead or something, and that one only one would survive. Yikes. And he's wearing a black face thing, yes, so you, you don't know who it is. Yes. And so apparently that's been out, I think, one of the issues. Maybe the first issue is out already. And that's cool I think it's the concept. first one that they reveal who it is. That's cool. Yeah. I, I kind of wanted to be Donnie. Like, Mikey makes a lot of sense because he's the most... Like, you'd want to make him He's angry. the one that has growing to do, I think, is why, is why yeah, he's a good like, choice. I think it would hurt him the most. Yeah, I don't know, Leo, but like I think it would affect him the most as a character. In, um, yeah. I do think though that Donnie and having all the like high tech brain stuff that he's got going on, uh, making him lose everything would have been really interesting. He could be Turtle Batman. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but Mikey's a cool one. Mikey made the most sense to me. Oh, that makes me so happy! Like, cause I I remember reading about it before it came out. And I was just like, yeah. when you said that, I was just like, oh, that's so cool. I'm sorry if someone was planning on reading it and I spoiled it. It is in the first issue oh. and uh, it was all over Instagram. So I kind of forgot. I was spoiled too. I didn't read it myself. That's exciting. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's also not the, I mean, yeah, it's not the main point of the, the story. Yeah. That's um, so cool. That's our movie news. We don't have cool. much, but that's all we got. Ninja Turtles. Yep. Mm-hmm. There was a show. That is a thing. That was based off the movies. Oh, that uh, that one with the with, uh, Venus or whatever? Venus, yeah. Did you guys ever see the, um, the, the pictures of the suit that was recovered? Uh-uh. Oh, that thing looks gnarly. Like, it looks like a like some like horror creature out of a horror movie. So, <laughs> so the, the suits that they used in the original movies... Were like these yeah. big, bulky, rubbery like things that were designed by like Jim Henson, I think, or at least the, right. the company. And so this one looks so tore up; it's like you could see his whole. I think it's like I don't know if it's Leo or Raphael or something, but you could see all of its teeth and everything. And oh, oh I'm gonna crazy. find it and post a link. They were also in the Power Rangers. 
Ooh. same turtle design. Yeah. I also have uh, a I also have a comic that I haven't read yet. It's a Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles crossover. Nice. Ooh. Same. That's part of the same universe. Yep. Kinda. They go through universes. But anyways, when we get to TV. Yeah. I watched Cobra Kai. And yeah. uh, I like it. The ending, LJ said, uh, I was going to be surprised by that ending. And, man, I even thought that I knew what was going on. I was like, <laughs> he had said that, and I was like, saw the gang war stuff happening, and I was like, okay. So things are just going to get really crazy uh-huh. with this part of it. Um, like, I, I kind of figured, like, I don't know what I thought. Like, the whole city would blow up into one big gang or something. Um, very comically, like comic book-esque in my mind and the show gets real show gets real real fast and that's all i'll say um, <laughs> yeah it's so good i basically the entire show um although it has its moments of cheesiness it's really kind of like a what would happen if this was real life for these characters uh and they play that out it's like this very like ridiculous high school rivalry and they were like, but what if it was real? It gets very intense. And then they Jeez. play that. And it's it's crazy. That show, LJ, you told me that you liked it. And I was like, yeah, it's because it's 80s and you love 80s nostalgia. And that's going to be <laughs> all it is. No. And uh, it show is... It's so much It's so much better. Like, we talked about it last week and how the media and, like, Hollywood is trying to capitalize on nostalgia so bad. But, like, I feel like this is, like, that nostalgia done right. Yeah, they did such a good job. Um, it stands by itself, too. I mean, it's got the movies as this historical yeah. backboard, but um, the show is just... I was very surprised. Yeah, totally. I figured it was just going to be a cash grab, and then it was going to be like super cheesy and very kiddish, <laughs> because it should be. like By any right, if you would look at like any other remakes, like it was a PG movie back in the day, so why wouldn't they make a pg reboot yeah uh it's awesome all right that's all i'll say we can go into oh we all probably watched mandalorian season two episode two yes yeah sure did there really isn't i don't know there's not much for me to say about the episode it was cool it's so funny because um, um so my husband's dad my father-in-law i guess i should probably say <laughs> was saying how he didn't like the first episode of season two because he never felt like there was that much like tension. Um, uh-huh. didn't seem very intense to him. And I would just like to say, I felt so much tension that second episode, just the entire oh, yeah, very time tense. through. Like I'm not giving any spoilers there. It's very, I just felt so <laughs> tense the whole time. I was like, ah. yeah. So I just, as far as like, like, the episode was good, but I, I liked the first episode more for, like, nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, the, like there's this real Western thing going on, and I really like the feel of that. This one felt more of a horror-esque suspense thriller. And it, it was okay. It just didn't feel like it's the Mandalorian. It's kind of exploring genres. Yeah. yeah. I, li- I, think, I yeah. didn't hate it. Like, I'm not, like, completely dogging on it. I just think the first episode was better. Mm-hmm. Well. I think they were both really good. I think, again, yeah, they showed different, like, yeah, that first episode was very western-y, and it was, like, showing off, like, sort of small-town feel, and, and two enemies coming together to great, to defeat a greater evil, and that's, like, a cool story. And then the second one mm-hmm. was just, like, you know, oh, this this thing has high, there are high stakes, and yeah. higher stakes than you really think, and things can just go wrong pretty much at any time and um like the things that the mandalorian is doing is actually legitimately very risky and that's something that um i think was presented really well in this episode not giving away any spoilers without giving too much away were they on hoth or just an ice planet it was an an icy planet i forget Uh, i don't know no it was something else it wasn't it wasn't meant to be hoth i do know that some of the I guess I shall say creatures that are featured um, uh-huh. in, the, in the show. Apparently, one of my friends mentioned that it's the same creatures that apparently show up in Rebels at some point. And so they're like, oh, oh that's cool. there's a connection. But hmm. I never want to make them. And it doesn't, you don't need to make that connection. It's just, once again, Mandalorian putting in weird connections that you don't think about. Um, yeah. Unless you've 
seen that, and then it's really cool. But I still right. got just as much out of the episode without seeing it. So yeah. Oh, the child. Not to get us off topic, but I sent y'all a image uh, of the TMNT suit in Skype. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Baby Yoda is a. Yeah, he's He's a little. He's a little. He's a child. (laughs) Um, He was just hungry, though. Yeah, he was. It's 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 so funny because everyone's like so obsessing over the child. They're just like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. Like I want him as my little child. <laughs> and, and that episode, this makes episode, you hate him. yeah. And you're like, oh, that's right. He's a freaking kid, and kids are stupid. <laughs> He's a monster. <laughs> so yeah, anyway. bad baby Yoda. He's <laughs> like, <All> right. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't want to get too much away. LJ, what do you think of it overall? I liked it. It was fun. It was very like passive though like didn't have anything that connected which it doesn't have to in my opinion like i think it mm-hmm. was fine just to see um the vibe that i'm kind of that i want to get from mandalorian is almost that like samurai jack kind of vibe like you know he's a, just a lone wanderer almost like a western like i feel like you know uh, i mean that's what we've talked about but even like samurai movies are kind are kind of like that you know that's where westerns came from so mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where you know they connected they had this whole threading needle of the first season but then you just never really at some point get to see the mandalorian as he's trying to live his life and so i think that was interesting like yes he had a you know he had a goal in the first episode but this time it's this mission that he doesn't really have a choice about i guess or you know that he takes and Mm -hmm. it's just you know a particular scenario that we find him in and I feel like that's what like a lot of the Samurai Jack episodes were was like these scenarios that Jack experienced as he was on his quest, and so I think that's what we got here. Yeah, cool. yeah. All right, we'll go to Shelley. How was Doctor Who? Yeah, so oh. it's so funny. I and I don't mean this in a rude or bad way for any Doctor Who listeners out there, but when I think of a Doctor Whovians. Who, we're Whovians. Whovian. <laughs> when I think of a Whovian, I think of there's like a very visceral, specific image that comes to my head. I won't describe Does this for you, but I have a feeling other people know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> and I don't see my husband as that type of person, but he is a Doctor Who fan. And he does bring it up like every once in a while, like not often at all, though. And he's like, you know what? It's been a while since I've watched. We should watch together. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Um, and so, and in the past I have seen, like, a couple episodes, very spread apart, like, not, not connected really, um, but we're watching through, we started season three, episode one, so we're not starting season one, because, uh, he's like, oh, this is a good place to start, you don't really need to watch all the way through, as long as you, like, I understand the concept of Doctor Who, so Mm -hmm. as long as you understand the concept, you can kind of start anywhere, I guess. Yeah. Um... (laughs) And so wait, which doctor are you? Season three. So this is are David you... Tennant, and it's with Martha. Oh, okay. uh, I started with that. Okay. Yeah. So um, and I I like it. I guess it's. Oh, you didn't do David Tennant at the beginning though. That's right. weird. Yeah, like he he mentions Rose sometimes, and I know just from again fans, people, my friends who are fans, like I I know that's like a thing that like Rose yeah. was a thing, but I you know yeah there everybody's like that's usually the favorite companion, right? Is Rose? I don't know. I mean, I think just that storyline. Yeah, she's not. I don't know. I wouldn't say she's everyone's favorite companion. I think Amy Pond would be my favorite, but it's such an important uh, part. Maybe that's to the his... one I was getting him confused. It's just so important to the Doctor's character. Um, she is I guess. like she's just she's the only one that he you know he allowed himself to to fall in love with. Um, and so there's there's just like a crazy crazy story to all that. Yeah, so, and, and, I mean, if Roses I... Roses are red, the TARDIS is blue, Rose Tyler I. Oh. That's it. <laughs> See, I thought he didn't fall in love with any cause, any of his companions because he's an alien. I thought that was just He didn't thing. say it. That's, he, he almost, oh, it's so good. <laughs> Maybe. He almost says it before season, his farewell. Is that start season one or season two? Um, It would be season two because it would be Tenet's first. Got like, it. And I, I, don't, I would say, like, I haven't seen, I'm not a real Whovian, I haven't seen Eccleston. I didn't like him. Um, people said he grows on you. 
I didn't like the smaller budget of that season, and I didn't like Eccleston that much as a doctor. Um, but that's kind of where their relationship starts, and then yeah. you know, Tennant finishes oh, that story out. You're right. And, uh, Amy Pond is the one that people like because Rose Tyler is the one that everybody hates. Everyone hates? I think so, yes. <laughs> I've not heard good I, things about Rose Tyler. I have no clue. Oh, it's just it's such an important part. Especially with so, the, the, the Eccleston stuff, I think, but... The know. doctor is going to get very sad as you go. Um, I mean, this is a. He's already a he's little a, he's sad. A, he's already a little so much, sad. Oh, so we it watched. Gets darker. We saw the first episode. We saw not the second. We skipped the second because Daniel said he didn't like that episode. So then we watched the <laughs> third. Cody probably fourth. knows why. <laughs> yeah, we watched um, the one where it's like in a future new earth there's cat people and there's cars and you're on the roadway and you're there forever and it's like that one look that one seemed a little too relevant um because you can't you can't live outside because it's too smoky you have to wear like something over your face and you're stuck inside a smallish area quarantined essentially and then y'all lived in seattle where there was i'll say on behalf of all whovians you have to watch the Weeping Angels. Make sure he doesn't skip yeah, that. Yeah, no, for sure. He said it's. He knows it's. It's widely regarded as one of the best episodes of Doctor Who at all time. So that we're gonna watch that for sure. But we watched the two episodes with the yeah. Daleks, and I'm like, oh my when gosh. When you're watching, you don't blink. Okay, I? I will because I'm <laughs> and I have to. Should but, I skip Eccleston um, because that seems like the rough start? Um, I think that if you understand Doctor Who, you can skip Eccleston and be okay. The budget um, was, like you were saying, is what I had a problem with. Yeah, I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think I started with Matt Smith. And then I loved the show so much I that I went back more. to and I went back to Eccleston and watched an episode. Yeah. And I was like, nope. I liked Eccleston <laughs> I went to Tenet. as a character, but the budget was so hard to get through because it was so like old. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like I could definitely see myself going back and watching season two if i like this season enough it's just so it's so cheesy it's so cheesy like and i've watched star trek it's it's cheesier than star trek and i didn't think that yeah. was possible but it is <laughs> and there's something oh my gosh it's like i'm sorry i i'm taking over this section i don't mean i didn't mean to go this long no, but it's I'm just going no, it's a good conversation in that episode i'm when- disappointing you didn't go i'm sorry i'm so so sorry <laughs> in the cars the roadway and and he and the doctor ends up in one of these fine cars and there's a cat man and his wife who's a human and they're really nice people and they introduce themselves and he say like oh the rest of the family's in the back and it's just a pile of kittens and the whole episode <laughs> i'm like daniel do not tell me this woman birthed kittens do not <laughs> Tell me, and he's like, "It's Doctor Who. I can't really say anything." And I'm like, "I can't think about the rest of the episode. I can't think about the giant crabs going snip, snap, snip, snap when someone birthed kittens. I can't." It's kind of a ball of wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. I don't like that. I so I don't know. We'll see if I like the rest of it. I can't say I love it, but I'm I'm at least enjoying watching it enough because it's so incredibly ridiculous that. I'm like, what? Even the freaking Daleks. And like, Daniel explained to me that it's like, technically, I didn't realize it was a reboot of like a way older show. And so all the ridiculous aliens from the older show they just had to keep because they decided to like continue that storyline. Yeah. And so that's why the Daleks are a thing. Because that's what I'm just like, they're so ridiculous. Like, how did this, how did Daleks wipe out an entire race? (laughs) They literally have plungers for. I'm like, you're so weird and they're so loud. (laughs) Anyway. You'll get to episodes with Matt Smith specifically that I think I've will... seen the very first episode of that season with him. Like the so, first episode he's in. That's one of the few other Doctor Who episodes I've seen. The I whole show like is that. it's gonna stay cheesy. Um, yeah. but there yeah. are episodes that will have monologues, um, that are kind of like commentary on on humans, um, mm-hmm. on us as a society and We live uh, in a society. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of that, this society. Uh, <laughs> I, I think you'll really appreciate some of the uh, the monologues that the Matt Smith gives, and then uh, if you stay with it, the new guy's good too. Um, but it gets really kind of deep sometimes. I don't think it really happens with David Tennant much. There's a little bit here and there, but Matt Smith gets really deep with stuff. Yeah, Dave, David Tennant's already he's already kind of sad because Martha's like, "Hey, why can't we go to your home?" And he's like, 
oh, I don't want to go back there. And then, like, the face fucking died. <laughs> he was like, you're the last of your kind. And David Tennant's like, sad. And then he runs the Daleks. And so he's a little bit, like, down. But I don't know how the he rest of the season goes. goes through a lot of companions. Yeah. Yes. Um, sadly. And there becomes a point where he is scared to be anyone's friend. Because he's worried that that will they'll die. Aw, if he friends them. Sad, because and if there's any other complaints I have the show, I I I and again this is like the only season I'm watching through right now, and I didn't watch the second episode. Granted, but every episode, so like the first episode, um, they kiss, but not because not romantically. It's so the doctor can get his germs on her, so then the weird aliens that are there. <laughs> do this thing there's a reason for it and i'm like <laughs> okay that's fine and then at the end of the episode she's like i'm not into you because i'm only into humans not aliens and i'm like awesome established let's go and then every episode <laughs> since she's like talking to some other character going like you know i kind of like him and sometimes i think he likes me too and i'm like girl commit to not commit to the platonic relationship please it's a little bit david Tennant is dreamy i don't care I'm not if he's the purple man. Basically, I'm just like, uh. like you gotta stop doing this. At least, at least if you're gonna have that, don't introduce it every single episode. Like every episode I've seen <laughs> has been her contemplating to some third character who's like, you know, just there for that episode or for those two episodes, and they're just like, oh, honey, why are you so sad? She's like. Because I'm in love with the doctor, but he doesn't like me back, even though I rejected him episode one because he's an alien. I'm just like, bruh. So, that's my one other complaint I have about the show. But we'll see how it goes after this. Cool. I hope you stick with it. It's a great show. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll talk about Doctor Who now. We can talk about other stuff. <laughs> LJ, how was Blood of Zeus? Uh, it's been good. I'm still not finished with it. But now that I've watched more episodes, I can kind of speak to it. Nice. Yeah. And uh, it's it's very interesting. It, um, so so the character is like a like a hercules type it's not hercules but i think his name is like herod Mm -hmm. and uh so it deals with so there's these like demons that were born out of so like after after the gods defeated the titans there was like these like stronger beings that came from the titans and then so they ended up killing those like this is the whole backstory and then so they end up like through this roundabout way like these demon type of characters they call them demons but they're i don't know what they are but they're born out of these creatures and so uh the the whole season is about them like invading and like you know killing people and and the gods having to figure out like what to do or whatever and uh herod dealing with figuring out that he's the son of zeus and that his mom is a queen and all this stuff like it's it's really cool uh it's uh some would accuse it of trying too hard to be castlevania um i think it does its own thing but like i said before the animation style is very castlevania ish because it's got that it's got that style it's got that and is it also a netflix original yes it is okay yeah so it might be the same house i don't don't remember if it is or not Uh, but it's it's good i'm i'm enjoying it it's Nice. I need to finish it. It's one of those things where I pop it on while I'm eating lunch or dinner or something. And it's good. And it's having, it's, I'm very close to picking Hades back up again because of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, cool. I'm tempted to watch that show just because of Hades. So they're definitely yeah. <laughs> sort of out in the same. I think you'd like it. It does have blood. Um, well, the blood of Zeus, well, like, I better hope well, it has blood. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it is, it is bloody. Um, I don't think there's any like nudity or sexual stuff in it. I, See, because that's head. the thing that keeps me from watching Castlevania is that yes. sort of stuff. So that's why so, I'm like, hmm. Apparently, Castlevania gets really bad in that regard in season three. Like, Joe literally like will not finish that show, like, or won't watch it ever again because of some of the content that's in season three. Um, so, which makes me not want to finish Castlevania or continue that. Um, yeah, but yeah, as far as like that stuff, like sexual stuff, I it seems pretty clean but you know there is it's very it is still dark and it is yeah. still greek mythology yep. so. yes <laughs> it's they yeah. kind of put their own twist on things but yes yeah it, cool. the, the pantheon is still involved cool yeah i never finished castlevania yeah i don't think I'm gonna i don't like the animation it. style i don't like 
how choppy it is. It's kind of supposed to be nostalgic, but I guess I know. it really isn't for a lot of people. I, don't know. I remember yeah. when I first watched The Dragon Prince, like that first season almost was too mm-hmm. choppy for me. How is What's it weird is that didn't bother me. Okay. But Castlevania really did. I don't know if maybe because it kind of reminded me of Ruby. Mm. Right. Uh, Dragon Prince did. Yeah. Whereas this looks like old 80s cartoon. So okay. that makes sense because, again, I grew up with that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because I know a lot of people had problems with Dragon Prince. Yep. Like, you're definitely not alone in that. Yeah, my yeah. brother had a had a problem with watching, like, Ruby because I tried to get my brother into Ruby. He's like, yeah, I can't do this. Like, th- that, three, that weird 3D animation. It's... Well, and the first three seasons aren't like yeah, oh, that's super I that... <laughs> I mean, season three story wise is amazing, but visually yes. is it it's three? not. Yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah. Well, I think like those first maybe it's the first two seasons. Yeah, were yes. very much like they were rough high school drama. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then like the the people walking in the background are literally like shades. They're, yeah, like, they're not. Even, <laughs> they don't look like real people, and that just that throws you, you off a lot. It's almost like am I watching a play here? Like. <laughs> That show's come a long way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. When is that next season coming out? I know it. there's yeah. a trailer for it. I'm finally caught up. I think I've only watched like through four, maybe up to season four. I'm so behind. I mean, that's I keep up with fine. it. <laughs> well, I say I keep up with it. I just caught up like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. But it has been a while. Mm-hmm. Want more Genlock? Never going to happen. Nope. We uh, we can go into the news. There's there's a couple things yeah that I think are pretty interesting. We were talking about Mandalorian. There are rumors. I thought it was set in stone, and they are rumors about a Boba Fett TV show in the works, um, which I kind of get because Boba Fett is like a big cash grab. Like that's just a name that everyone like will flock to. Kind of like Han Solo, I feel like. Um, but. They already have the Mandalorian, so why have another Mandalorian show? Sure. Except that Mandalorian's doing well. I thought that the Mandalorian was going to be about Boba Fett yeah. before the trailers and stuff came out. Like That just made sense to me. And I know they were making a Boba Fett movie way, way back. Um, but if it happens, supposedly it's going to be a miniseries, which I'm all for that. Make it a miniseries, not a show. Like It's got a contained story that'll happen. That would be cool. And uh, I hope that it's um like you know whatever the movie was gonna be um i think that could be kind of fun but it's gonna be before season three of mandalorian if it happens and i don't know how i feel about that i guess lj like you'd mentioned (laughs) we don't know what he's gonna do in mandalorian so i have Um, thoughts number one this feels like if it's actually happening it's a cash grab yeah and number two they haven't even got anywhere with Obi-Wan yet. Let I us was, at least let us do the Obi-Wan yeah. show first. That was my exact thought, too. I'm like, if you're going, like, you already have the show. I guess, if anything, I, I hope they wait to see the success or not success, I guess, with the Obi-Wan show. Because it's like, um, I mean, I hope it does well in one hand because it's Obi-Wan. But, like, Obi-Wan's an right. awesome character. I just remember... You know, they made a Han Solo movie, and that didn't go very well. And not even necessarily because it was a bad movie. It's just, you know, people want more of the universe. People want more yeah. other characters that they're not familiar with. And I think there's enough you could maybe do with Obi-Wan, enough people familiar with Obi-Wan that, like, that could go well. I'm a little bit mm-hmm. worried about Boba Fett, though. In the same way that, like, I, I just feel like I'm worried that it would go the same way Han Solo did. Especially because... I don't really know the type of feel that they'd be going for. I, I, you know, I just, I'm not confident in it, I guess. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, really <laughs> I've never been obsessed with that character. Some people are, and I, I don't really understand. I've never understood the crazy obsession behind Boba Fett. I think Mandalorians mm-hmm. are very cool. I understand why people are like, you know, Mandalorians and Boba Fett go hand in hand. Absolutely, but. Um, I don't know. I think the Clone War stuff is a little interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. Just like that, he came from the. He's the. He's not the original he's the clone, clone, right? Well, he's the one they make clones the, of. Yes. He's the, okay, so like he, the he is not Jang, a clone. Django Fett is like the him. original. Yeah. 
Django Fett is the original copy. Yes. Oh wait. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, because so then because yes. then Bobo was his son. Yes. Yes, that's right. Pack your okay. bags. We're leaving. Yeah. Pack your things. Yep. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Like I think all that could be interesting just to like get into that. But he had what six lines in Star Wars. Yeah. In like the movies, like and he, he got he never bumped talked. into a pit by Han Solo. It's just like yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't know. There's not much to go on for a show there, but maybe. I, I feel like I, I'd be worried that they'd ruin the character. It's kind of Darth Vader to Anakin. Like, Darth Vader was way cooler before he was a whiny emo kid. Yes. And I feel like you kind of have the same thing with Boba Fett. Is he's got this really cool, mysterious, quiet, um, you know, aura about him. And if you give him a backstory, it might not be a good backstory yeah, and, and like we said we don't know what's even gonna happen with him in the mandalorian like we just don't know the other thing that i find way more interesting is uh netflix ex- is experimenting with like a cable programming so like like you know hourly blocks tv show blocks um style i don't know channel i guess you'd call it it's gonna be on the netflix app and you would watch shows it doesn't sound like any original program is coming out for it. It's just like, it'll probably be Netflix originals and they'll just kind of go kind of like the shuffle play mm. that they have out now. Hmm. Uh, but this is only in France that they're doing this. And I think it's really, really smart of them. And I hate it because <laughs> they could do, if they want to do like block scheduling of, you know, weekly releases of Stranger Things instead of releasing it all at once which they've been kind of leaning into a little bit. Mm-hmm. Disney's doing really well with it. It would be awesome to have, uh, conversation-wise, it would be really cool to pop into Netflix and watch an episode live of Stranger Things, and then it be streamable on Netflix. Like the uh, next day or something. Or even just as soon as it airs. That's true. So that like everyone's watching that at the same time. And then they do that week by week? Yeah. I just, uh, and then, you know, during the time that you don't have new episodes of things coming out, which I feel like they always do, mm-hmm. um, but if they don't, then they just, you know, air reruns of stuff Yeah. on this on this thing, or office reruns, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I get it from that standpoint, I just, I like my binge watching, and I hope that they don't take away, uh, I like being able to binge a show. Yeah, they're like the pioneers. Exactly. I'm like, I think it would be incredibly stupid for them to ever take away binge watching because that's what took that. That's what killed cable. Cable's dead. Yeah. Because of streaming services, because you can binge shows. And they want to capture that magic. Yes. If they if they try to circle back like all the way, no, people won't like that. People (laughs) won't want that. Or at least I hope people aren't stupid enough to be like, oh, that sounds like a cool new idea. And, and you know and, and all of a sudden yeah. we're doing cable again and then we'll go back to streaming and i would hate it it would be bad well, it would be like a hybrid I, yeah exactly that's cable why it's like it's episode. not this itself is not a bad necessarily idea i think yeah. if they were to stop the regular streaming services as it is right. now yeah i don't think they'd ever do that that'd, that'd be, be like bad. if amazon started building brick and mortar toy stores right yeah <laughs> well going backwards it's cable sucks i just I would hate for Stranger Things to come out weekly because I want to watch it like when it releases. Yeah. But it would be smart for them to release it weekly. It would. On this channel that you is in the app, you know, you're not having to go like TV or anything. It's in the app that you're already using. We kind of discussed just... this a couple of weeks ago or even like we just discussed yeah. it recently. Yeah, I think it was a a question that we were asked. Yeah. It makes sense. I think I don't I don't know. I think France is a really strange like why why in France are you testing this? Um, I don't know. But we'll see. See if it plays out, uh, and we get it here. I think if they do it, you're gonna get that everywhere. I think Hulu and uh, Disney and HBO they're all gonna start having their own channels. It's gonna be such yeah, a weird because Hulu already has live TV, so they can just integrate it into that too. Yeah, history will repeat itself, and we'll have TV channels again. <laughs> it's so weird. So strange. Yeah. All right. Like I said, we do take questions on the podcast. If you want to ask us a question, you can always do that by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or using uh, the GUGCast questions Discord 
channel. Uh, we love hearing from you, so please ask us questions. Mm-hmm. That is the podcast. Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. Um, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Grace Tuesday night streaming something. I don't know. I'm not very consistent <laughs> right now. <laughs> no worries. It's a crazy time right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, LJ? You can find me on Twitter at WarHeroLJ, on Instagram at WarHeroLJ underscore GT, and on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel on Fridays. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on.